Bonjour, je suis le grand What is this for? Like in the middle of it? Yeah, in the middle. We're just going to put it in there like, hey, thanks for listening. Don't not, forget. We're to... not talking like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I refuse to make it sound like a commercial. Yeah. We just got to tell everyone that they need to follow us on social media at Pick Freaks on TikTok and Instagram and to give us five star rating. You can roast us, but don't give us less than five stars. Yeah. That's all we have to say. So just say that. Is there any, go. Yeah, if you're uh, language, you're listening, just cut what I said and put it on there. Method. Who cares? Muzzy now comes with four videos, two audios, a script book, parents' guide, a new exciting CD-ROM, plus this free bonus with your paid order. Wait, quick weigh-in, Dennis. How much have you lost? Oh, I'm down to one ninety-six. And what's the goal that you want to get to? One eighty-eight. So you lost seven. Seven pounds, so two more pounds since last week. Yes. Do you feel like you're struggling? Yeah, today was hard, yeah. I'm probably over on my calories after these drinks, but uh, I'm doing uh, uh, 1,700 calories a day. Are you still sticking with keto then? Or is that out the yeah, window? Yeah, I'm still doing keto. Okay. So it's no sugar. I haven't had sh- any sugar in three weeks. So you're not working out at all? No, I... I uh, I do uh, 50 push-ups a day, and then I uh, walk my dog a mile every morning. That's about it. Okay, so you're not working out at all. One mile, Kev. Have you ever tried it? Yeah, have you ever wa- walked a full mile on flat ground, Kevin? All right, so here is what I added to my playlist from what you guys picked. I, Which so, you should have added them all. I think we agreed upon, but... I think I tried to add them all. I might have missed a few. Um, so I added tequila. I'm pretty sure that came up around <laughs> mile 15, and it was amazing. That's right it about where really? Dennis wanted it. Too, yeah, I know there was a, there was a lot of magic happening. Like a lot of these songs did come up at like exactly where you were mentioning Dennis. Tequila was amazing. It was exactly what I needed. Just like a brainless, perfect paced song. Um, other one I added was Sweet Disposition. That hit also. I think that was came up when I was at the end of the race. You're running through the park, uh, Central Park, and I think that came. Oh Ooh. no, you know what? But. I did. You make my dreams come true. Um, completely unrelated. That came up during the park, and that was amazing too. There's just a couple like magical moments of songs. Well, that <laughs> song is related just because it's on 500. Both of those are on 500 days of summer. Yes, and, and he's in the park, and he's in the park. In? Yeah, he's like yeah, walking through. Like, it. yeah. So it was incredible. That so that one hit. Those two hit. Um, Vampire. Did somebody pick Vampire Empire by Big Thief? Yeah, I did. You did? <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember that while editing, but no, that's Oh no, I didn't I didn't pick that. It was on the playlist I sent you cuz I just started making that into my normal playlist. Oh, okay, cuz yeah, I added that. I, I think it came up and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is. So thank you for that one. Blue Train Lines like hit. I don't even know what it's. I can't even remember it. Closed on Sunday hit. For some yeah, Dennis, you really fucked this up. You like I thought these are songs that were in the pick. You sent Old Friends by Pine Grove. That one did not hit. 
Well, I had songs in my that was my playlist I made while we made the podcast too. So I didn't pick all of them. So Dennis made his own playlist. To send yeah, to you. Then I added then after the podcast I added those uh that vampire song. Vampire yeah, so vampire. so he sent me this list like literally like an hour before the race. So I didn't have to, any time to think about it. So I just added all these songs to my playlist because I thought they were ones you picked. Um, but yeah, old friends closed on Sunday was awesome. Something in the way fucking sucked. Oh man. <laughs> Nirvana. Was that? that was my oh. sneaker. My, yeah, I wanted it to be good. I don't remember when it came up. I think it was like at the beginning when I was running. It's good. At, it's good in theory, but it just, um, just it's not good slow. in theory, in my opinion. <laughs> I think that was the worst pick ever. I don't know. Next time you're running, you hear it. <laughs> I would say the sleeper one that, oh, and I think Owen, you also had that other like Yule song. I don't think I added that one, and I'm glad I didn't. Um, and then Gonna Fly Now theme from Rocky. That was the sleeper hit. I think that was came towards the end, and it was fantastic. It was exactly what I needed. Really? Damn, yes. that is good. I forgot you made fun of that one like instantly. I did, but there's a reason it lasted the test of time, and it it worked. You know, you just picture him running up those stairs. Uh, but the marathon yeah. was so hard. Really? So I, just to give you a quick recap. So the reason I signed up is because uh, my brother came and watched me run the Columbus Marathon last year, and he was like, and I ran a pretty good time. I think I ran it 50 minutes faster than he's ever ran a marathon. 50? Well, he ran a 4.10 one time. I ran Columbus in 3.37. So I ran it about 30 minutes faster than his fastest time. And he's run like seven. But he basically was like, yeah, that's really good for the Columbus Marathon. That's really good for the Columbus Marathon. If you ever run a real marathon, <laughs> I'd be curious to see what you do. So I signed up for the New York City one. And I entered the lottery. And I basically, there was a 5% chance of getting in. And I got in. It was like just the universe aligned. Um, so the universe aligned on a lot of things and I don't know when we want to talk about Bradley Cooper, but I'm saving that right for a little now bit the pod. Oh man. I've been on pins and needles. I've used that saying two times already. <laughs> uh, I think say it now. Talk about it now. End of pod dude. We're going to be on like song five and we got to like, yeah. rush the last six. Seven that is songs. true. Well, a, this well, is the, this is what people actually care about. No one gives a shit about Taylor Swift. Yeah, so a lot of things align. Like I, that, there was a really off chance of me getting in this, like five percent chance. One hundred fifty thousand people entered or signed up. I was one of five percent that got in. Anyways, so let's just continue with the Bradley Cooper story and the stars aligning again. So about a month ago, my brother texted me that like he's staying in the sublet across from Bradley Cooper and like his house, and that he's only he never seen him outside before, but he does see him like in his window at nighttime, he just like can see him like working on his computer at night and he sees him there, like just sitting there all the time. So, but I was like, all right, well I'm definitely bringing my silver linings playbook Eagles. I think I mentioned it in the last spot. Like I'm 100% bringing this just in case I run into him if I'm at my brother's place. So on Saturday morning, I just was like, all right, this is my one mission for the day. I'm going to see if I can at least rub shoulders with like Bradley Cooper and get this Jersey signed. Cause I've been planning on hanging that Jersey up for years, like getting it framed. And this would be like the finishing touch I've been looking for. So me and Megan went to my brother's place on Saturday morning and I had the Jersey and I had a Sharpie tape to it, just like ready to go in case I ran into him on the street. We got there 
he like showed me that he's like that's his place it's literally right across the street and then we're like all right it's now or never like ryan let's go for a walk around the block and see if we run into him so we went through like a five ten minute walk around the block and as we were getting back to ryan's apartment like at the door he looked to his across the street and he's like holy shit that's bradley cooper you better do this now or it's never gonna happen and bradley cooper was sitting on his porch with his like must have been like a four or five year old daughter just like tying her shoes and i'm like he so he threw me the keys he said i'm going inside i can't watch this he Bradley threw me the cooper's three the keys no right <laughs> for a second I'm like, it's like take damn the house, take the girl <laughs> so my brother so my brother ryan threw me the keys ran, ran inside i was just like fuck it so i just walked across the street to his little brownstone apartment there's like a little fence but i can still like you know it's really it's a new york apartment so like like it's right there He's just how much do you think that, that thing costs i think it's somewhere like nine million not as bad as i would think it might be more that's insane what do you mean not as bad as you think nine million i know he could afford more and probably has more expensive houses so do other actors of his caliber but nine million for that it's a lot to pay yeah. for the fact that like a person like me can just walk up and talk to you though <laughs> yeah that's, that's true. true uh so i walked up across the street and i first thing i said was i said Hey, I'm so sorry to do this to you, but I'm staying with my brother for the marathon. He lives across the street, and I love the movie Silver Linings Playbook, and I just wanted to see if you could sign my Deshaun Jackson Eagles jersey. And he was, like, shocked. I think he thought I was going to ask him for change or something. He was, like, on the defensive right away, and then, he's, and then like, I saw this, like, sign of relief come over him, and he's just like, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, let me see the jersey. So then he started, like, looking at the Deshaun Jackson jersey. He's like, here, do you have, like, a pen or something? I'm like, yeah, it's taped to the jersey. And he's like, okay, great. And then he was like, he took it out, started signing it. He's like, what was the character's name from that movie again? And I was like, eh, I'm pretty sure it was Pat. And he's like, oh, right, 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 Pat Solitano. And uh, so he signed the jersey. And like, I was just kind of making small talk with him while he was signing it. And I was like, what was the small seen- talk? That's the most important part. Yeah, not- I know. What did you tell him? I said a couple <laughs> dumb things. I was like, I was like, hey, has she ever seen the movie? And I pointed at his like four-year-old daughter. <laughs> hey, <laughs> this like, broad ever watch a movie? <laughs> He's like, no, she hasn't seen that one yet. <laughs> and I'm like, asking him if his four-year-old daughter seen a rated R movie. Oh. Um, <laughs> Kevin. I'm trying to think what else I got. It's uh, there's a couple other things, but then um I was hey, just, you got something just, on your shirt. Uh he he was so handsome though. Like his eyes were just like stunning. And he was like, he just got a buzz cut and he just like looked so thin. But I think the last thing I just, he said to me is he just handed me the Jersey and I was, he was, he was like, all right, man, good luck with the marathon. I was like, don't worry, Brad, I'm going to win it for you. And then I walked away. Damn. It was just incredible though. But you made him laugh or like chuck a little bit. I, I mean, he, he just said, Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, like he didn't like. I think he was still like a little bit shocked, or he's probably yeah, used for to. Sure. But I, 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 I would guess that I'm probably the first person. I mean, I'm sure he signed an Eagles jersey, but I bet I I'm the first person to get the Deshaun Jackson Eagles jersey from Silver. Dude, Lions I, <laughs> I just don't think that anyone's ever had him sign a Deshaun Jackson or just an Eagles jersey in general. He goes to a lot of Eagles games, though. He's an Eagles fan. Okay, but it. I think if he's signing him there, it's just because that's what the people had for him to sign. Mm-hmm. So no, I think he I was. Think gen- like, I think, I think any other person walks up and asks for an autograph while he's sitting there trying to spend like time with his daughter. Like he probably would have just been like, 
no, sorry, like I'm with my daughter, but like I think I had a good enough angle that he was like, okay, this guy, he must be, he must be thinking to himself though, like how long was that guy watching me? Like that he had his Eagles jersey and a Sharpie tape to it. Like, oh, for sure. But like the crazy thing and is like your brother's yeah. your brother's apartments across the street with the binoculars like focused yeah. on his house. Maybe, but they, you know, he hasn't probably thought a second about you after you left. He gets I that know, all day, every day. So many people ask him that stuff that it, he won't. I'm sorry. I Kevin. know. No, but I'm hoping that it, it becomes like one of those late night talk show stories. Like, yeah, so I was sitting on my apartment and some guy <laughs> walked up with a Sean Jackson Eagles jersey. The guy hasn't played for the Eagles in 10 years. It sounds like you have a lot of late night talk shows uh, to watch going forward. <laughs> you can't miss one because if you miss him saying that, then, you know, it's all for nothing. But that is an absolutely amazing story. Yeah, it was just crazy. Like, just the, again, just stars aligning. It's like, literally, just like, we decided to go for that quick stroll. My brother hasn't seen him there after living for a month. And he just happened to be sitting there in the most approachable way possible. Like, I don't know why he was sitting. Like, he was, like, tying his daughter's shoes for, like, 20 minutes. Maybe he doesn't know how to tie shoes. <laughs> how how skinny does he actually look in real life? Because I always wonder this about actors and actresses you see them on tv and you're like oh that's a normal person and then you see like them in real life and you're i feel like they're so much more thin than you would think yeah because like the camera adds 10 pounds thing and it really does so he now he was just like like remember what i my other encounter with the celebrity was when i like played beer pong with zach efron on that movie and um Oh, and have you not what, heard that what story? What the fuck are you talking about? No, that's an amazing story. <laughs> and his dad on Squid Games. Come on. <laughs> and I what, can't, what can't Kevin do? Kevin, just, this is such an impressive story. Go to, people want to hear this. Yeah, people want to hear this. What it, so you played beer pong with Zach Afron when when and where? Well, yes, this was my second I would say Bradley Cooper is a bigger celebrity encounter than Zac Efron. Once like a bona fide like movie star Oscar winner. One's just like hunk of the week who's been in a lot of movies. But anyways, when we were in college, um, I signed up to be an extra at a movie filming at Kenyon University. And I just like I had no idea what it was. And I just showed up there uh, on like a random summer weekend and the guy directing the movie, it turned out, was Ted Mosby, like from How I Met Your Mother, Josh Radner. So he was like the director and star of the movie. It's called Liberal Arts. It's on Netflix. You can see me in there in a small part. Um, no way. What the fuck? I, yeah, you must have. I don't know how you don't know this. I told everybody about this. You're pissing me off, Kevin. Why don't I know? And this, the other main actor was Elizabeth Olsen before she was really famous. So the scene oh. that I'm in, I'm right behind Elizabeth Olsen, who is also notably one of my celebrity crushes. Yeah, because I, I didn't know that you knew her before, like when you did that. I remember you doing this. Is she the celebrity crush because of this experience? No, it's because of Wind River. <laughs> good movie. It is a good movie. Uh. But yeah, this is just back when she was Mary-Kate and Ashley's sister. So like, I wasn't that starstruck by her. But out of <laughs> nowhere, out of nowhere, when, like, when we were like waiting for a round for a film scene to be filmed, Zac Efron walks through the door. And this was back during the summer where like, me and my brother and George were obsessed with Zac Efron. Like, he was just when he was starting to get like jacked. And he was over like every magazine was like, Zac Efron. Like, we, like, we would go to the gym and be like, we're trying to get Zac Efron jacked. 
And he, uh, we were just waiting around while they were filming a scene and it must've taken like an hour. And the, the scene was at like a college party and it was at like a frat house. And there was just one of those really intricate beer pong tables where their bottle caps lace are like are lined. And there was just like beer pong set up. So we were just like kind of throwing it back and forth playing like water pong while we were waiting for the scenes to happen. And I'm at the biggest st- thing was like how fascinated Zach Efron was by that table. Like you've seen that kind of table at like every house party you've ever <laughs> oh, been yeah. to. He had his iPhone and he was like taking pictures from a- every no angle. Way. I swear. Miller, high life. He's like, I have never seen anything like this. Jesus Christ. This is also notably during his cocaine addiction. So I think he was probably oh. like coked out. Yeah. Man, what a fucking dork though. How are you not have you not seen him? He didn't go to college. He went to that he went to high true. school musical. It's <laughs> yeah. true. If you've seen him lately, he looks fucking crazy. Well he got in he an accident. From an ex- plastic surgery. That's bullshit, dude. He didn't get in an accident. He's losing his mind. He wants to get super buff and he's got a weird chin now. But I know the movie that he's coming out in looks it's gonna be sweet. The wrestling movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who's, who's opposite of him? Uh, it's the guy that is from the bear. What's his fucking name? Oh, right. That guy's good too. Yeah. Jeremy. It's going to be the bear. Allen. White. Jeremy Allen right? Bear. <laughs> Something like that. I forget. I, I, ju- I just heard his name. We actually were talking about him at work. Zach I Gaffron. forgot I saw that and, trailer. It looked amazing. Yeah. That movie's going to be awesome. So you can bring that one back up, that story back up if it doesn't hit. All right. Well, full circle back to my trip to New York. So when we were walking around Greenwich village where my brother's currently living and where Bradley Cooper lives, we did walk down Cornelia street, which is famously where Taylor Swift lived when she first moved to New York, which was right around when 1989 came out. And there are people like that. She must've lived in this house for three years. There are people out there right now taking pictures of this house that she doesn't live in anymore that she like probably doesn't even bat an eye well maybe she bats an eye at it but like that's how much of a presence taylor swift carries people and they're also taking pictures of the friend's house which was wild because the friends never even have been to that house that was just like that that was just an establishing shot of an apartment that yeah dude it's like they don't know that bradley cooper lives (laughs) right around the corner (laughs) you could get anything signed by him right now that's so much cooler i mean that Uh, was right after the the uh friends guy died maybe that's why was it no, I thought that was oh. happening. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, I think I don't it know, was. but still, like Matthew Perry's never seen that house. That was just a house that they like took a random photo of before. Yeah, <laughs> stock photography. Yeah. All right, go ahead. No, I'm just trying to think if I have any other interesting <laughs> New York tidbits. What'd you finish the race in? Three forty-eight. That's pretty good. That's really good. Kevin, I was, like I said, I was following, I know my roommate back in Chicago, he ran a marathon, did way worse than what you did. He ran it in like almost six hours, so it was pretty bad, but he finished, he finished a marathon I never did, and very impressive, but looking at your numbers, your numbers were insane. I was following, or the reason why I knew that I could follow an app is because I was following him during the Chicago one. So I was like, shit, I could see if I could follow Kevin. And I found you right away. And then there's like video so I could see you running every once in a while. So I could follow exactly where you were. And I was shocked that you were doing sub nine minute miles. Like, because I could run, like, if I'm ever running sub nine minute miles for like two or three miles, I'm fucking gassed. But you were 
you're booking it. I'm very impressed. Well, the the last thing that I, that I was starting to get into earlier that I have to give Ryan credit for is he's right. Like compared to Chicago and Columbus, this New York marathon is so hard because you have to wake up at six thirty, and you have to jump on. What I did was I we jumped on the Staten Island ferry. So you take a ferry for 40 minutes to get to Staten Island. You pass, like, you go through the, by the Statue of Liberty and everything. You get off there. You wait 30 minutes for a school bus. A school bus picks you up. You ride in a line of school buses for another 40 minutes through Staten Island. This is like two and a half hours of just prepping for this race or trying to get to the race. Then you finally get to the starting, like, area. And then you have to wait another hour and a half just to, like, get going and it's just like such a long day like all right it's 10 30 now i'm finally running 26 miles like and when i got the when i did columbus my dad dropped me off at the start line and i was running in 30 minutes like it's <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like such a different battle and then you, man yeah that stress beforehand and anticipation had to mm-hmm. have been so i don't know so tough to deal with you're like trying to like force out shits in a porta potty just to get it all out of your oh, system. God. Then, you, then right afterwards, you're doing shots of emodium to try to like make sure you're completely empty and trying to time this all right. And um, what was the uh, train difference between like? Is it more uphills and things like that? It's hard because there's you run across all five boroughs, so there's five plus bridges that you have to run across. And the first starting line is the Verrazano Bridge from Staten Island to Brooklyn. And that's a two-mile bridge. You start off on a two-mile bridge. Like, it was, I, I got off the bridge and I was like, oh, like, I thought maybe it was like a half a mile. And then my thing said two miles. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, um, it's a hard mental run. And then, run. and then you get to the end and you're running through Central Park. That's like the hardest part of the race because a lot of it's uphill. And the crowds are like packed and because it was a nice day, there were just like hundreds of thousands of people watching. So like, imagine like you're running on a sidewalk with 10,000 people and you're like trying to run around them. I'm trying to run faster than all these people. So I think I ended up running like 28 miles to run 26 just because of all the left and right and parallel movement you had to do just to get around people. It was, yeah, it's no joke, but, um, but that, Hey, welcome to New York city. Yeah. Oh, welcome to New York. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Good uh, intro to the first song off the Taylor Swift album, 1989. Taylor's version. Did we all listen to Taylor's version or just. I wouldn't be surprised if Dennis fucked that one up. Dennis. Oh, I know. Dennis asked this morning, wait, what are we, what are we listening to? And I'm like, there's no way he's getting through this whole album. And he's just thinking, I've heard this whole song. Yeah. I knew that was going to be the excuse. I've I've already heard all of these. She has no. so many songs. How do you know they're from this album? Wait, Dennis, am I allowed to talk about your the... pen? Huh? Pen? Or is that not pod friendly? Um, I I don't really like to talk about it, but well, all right, well, it. I all right, I'll cut it. Wink, wink. So, Dennis, this guy will look for any reason to smoke <laughs> his. And he's like, oh, cutting the grass. I want to feel something. But then when he has a homework assignment to listen to Taylor Swift, which would be like the perfect <laughs> thing to like pair with your pen. It's like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> First of all, I would never smoke it to cut the grass because my, my, I'd be so paranoid. I'm always paranoid. My neighbor's watching me cut the grass just sober because I'm like, he's probably like, oh, man, he's, you know, he's filling up the gas wrong. He should be filtering dude, it dude. or something like that. Oh, yeah. He's not even using the bag. He's not using the bag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your neighbor has so much real estate in your brain because you're worried about the packages. 
you're oh, worried yeah. about their roof getting because, weaved dude, out of the yesterday, roof. <laughs> or yeah, yeah, yesterday he called me and he goes, first he called me middle of the workday. I didn't answer. He left me a voicemail, just said, Dennis, call me. And then the next, <laughs> which is the worst <laughs> voicemail. than a parent, dude. <laughs> and then he called me again and he goes, Dennis, there's been a light on the back of your car all day. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I go out there and I'm like, there's no light. And it, it was the reflection from my back of my lights onto the car into his <laughs> window. So like I, I left my, my back light on all day. So he thought there was a light on my car, but he's watching. He's like, not that I'm just staring at your car all day. I'm like that's exactly what someone that's staring at my car all day would say. Oh, that's great. So Was I would never take the, the street. <laughs> Because you're going to be afraid to interact with him. Yeah, and he's really nice and kind. All right, well, we're we're getting we're getting to the time where we talk about 1989 Taylor's version. It is the fourth re-recorded album by American singer-songwriter Taylor Swift. It is a re-recording of Swift's fifth studio album, 1989 which came out in 2014 and was released on October 27th, 2023. The album is a part of Swift's ongoing response to a 2019 dispute regarding the masters of her back catalog. Are you guys familiar with the story of Taylor Swift and why she's re-recording all this stuff? Yeah, I did my homework beforehand. Can you fill me in quickly? Sure. So Taylor Swift belonged to this one record label, can't recall the name, but anyways, it got... Is it Scooter Braun? Well, Scooter... No, it wasn't Scooter Braun's. It was a different record label. And she based, like, the company sold for, like, $240 million to Scooter Braun. Um, mm-hmm. And Taylor Swift's catalog was, like, half of that, half of the, their whole business. So he bought that. There was some, like... They tried to get taylor swift to buy that she could buy her masters back before she sold it but they wanted her to record new albums for every new album she recorded they would release one to her so they wanted to keep her up for six of them six new albums so she declined that and then she they went to scooter braun when they were selling it and he's like hey did you ask the artists if they want to buy it back and they said she has no interest in it so scooter braun bought um, her catalog and the business. So he owned it. And then he went ahead and sold it to Shamrock Industries or something along those lines for like 400 million. So bought it for 200 something, sold it for 400 million um, with a like um, caveat that every streaming he gets like bonuses and stuff paid back to him as well. So that pissed off Taylor Swift because she really wanted to buy her own masters. And she said, I never got the option. But the original record company said, no, they, we, or Scooter Braun said the original record company said, we gave you, they gave you the option, but you said you didn't want it. But it wasn't that she didn't want it. She just didn't like those terms. Mm -hmm. So can I ask you this? So are her fans now loyally listening to the new ones and actively avoiding the old ones? I'm sure they are. Um, I would, I don't know. Dennis, you said that Lisa's a big fan. What does she listen to? She has a hat that just says Taylor versions right right now. There, there were so many so, signs yeah. at the marathon that like, it was like, run it, Kevin's to running New York. Taylor's version or Kevin's version. 26, it was so many like Taylor. Yeah, yeah. And they did, uh, and they did, um, 
I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 26.2 a lot. Oh, God, that's fucking awful. Good age. <laughs> you know, that. No, what's sad is all those people thought that they had a really original idea, which it probably was, but everyone had the exact same original idea. Do you guys know what the most popular sign is at a race? No. No, it's this. I don't know where it started, but it's very um, inflated now. It basically, you just say like, touch this sign to power up and it would be like a Mario mushroom. I would say I saw at least 10,000 of those signs. And I felt like I was always a little kid. So you have to like touch it and do it. Yeah, that's really annoying. Did you get any um, boost when you touched them? Or is it all just for show? If anything, I would guess it probably lost about four minutes because you have to like run to the side and then it kind of slows you down you should have just punched Uh, one as hard as every single one just punch it as hard as you could punch through the paper you get kicked out of the marathon because you're ripping up a little kid's sign in the middle of it that would be funny just to go through and tear up every sign you can grab Um, bradley cooper saw that on the news he'd be like oh fuck that guy knows where i live By the end, dude, your forearms burning from tearing. Yeah. Um, but after after selling those records, so Taylor Swift still owns like the the music and the lyrics, so she could re-record it. She just doesn't own the master copies. Because when I was first listening to this, I was like, why doesn't every artist just steal other artists' thing and just be like, I'm singing yes. the song? But that's when I found out that she owns all the other stuff, just not the recordings. So every time that song gets played, it's diluting the shares of her original versions. So like, say for every stream that 1989 gets, it's taken away from the original. And But why is she so against him? She wanted to buy her own um, masters back and she got screwed out of the deal. I thought the guy did like sexual assault or something too. I think it was more like a power dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Like Scooter more- Braun has he represents a lot of uh, he represents uh, Justin Bieber, Kanye West, or used. I don't know if he still does Kanye West. He still does Justin Bieber, but a lot of the people are leaving his uh, record company uh, for something else. I don't think it's sexual, Dennis. I think it's more just like abuse. Like, yeah, I guess it's the classic record industry. Yeah, dude, the guy is impressive as, as hell. If you look at his like rap sheet from when he impressive started, impressive as hell. <laughs> so many parallels. Right, we need to get into this album. Oh, and is it fair to assume that you picked this because you hate Taylor Swift? I don't hate Taylor Swift, to be honest. I, I don't really. Either. There are definitely songs that I dislike from her. Uh, but I think she has a, a lot of really good that songs. They're just overplayed. Yeah, I I hate her fans. That's probably a better, um, better saying. Yeah, it, it was interesting to look. I was looking at the the play counts on uh, Spotify Taylor's version, and what would you think would be number one on that album? The number one song on this album, or all of her songs? The number one, the number one most played song in this album. Blank space. Don't don't say it yet, Dennis, because I got to look at the actual thing. So. <laughs> I got to look at the numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't say it. I'm looking it up. Apple doesn't say numbers, so which is one thing that I. Okay. So uh, on the original, on the off, original right? album, it's blank space. But number two is Shake It Off, which I felt like was the one that people heard more. 
shake it off. But blank space is the one I hear all the time now, yeah. still to this day. Okay, but and it's a better song. The number one. It's interesting. Taylor's versions. The number one song is "Wildest Dreams," and then "This Love," and then like the the ones that played a lot. "Shake It Off" is like one of "Shake It Off" is one of the lowest. It's probably because they got so played out that people are just like, I've heard this song a billion it's, times. I, I'm not yeah. going to keep listening to it. And I think so it's go just to her second biggest hits. I think it's just people. They like those. The other songs are better songs where I feel like they, as you listen to an artist more, you kind of actually hear about what they're singing about. So you What's like your favorite more. song from Kanye West graduation, Dennis? It's not. Stronger, I think. Uh, right? What? It's not. Harder, better, faster, stronger. No, I think it's uh, can't tell me nothing. Exactly. So it's just like over time, like if you're a huge yeah. fan, you you find you relate more to the deep cuts. But the reason Wildest Dreams is the number one is because they did some viral TikTok thing for it, and because it's the best oh. song on the album. Oh, that's up for debate. Ooh, so Dennis, I don't think Dennis, so. Were you excited to listen to Taylor's version of 1989? Do you like Taylor Swift? No. I I like I. I, I feel like she's trying to be indie music, but there's nothing raw or real from her. That's the feeling I get. These song, I mean, this was her first album that I remember Lisa listening to. She didn't like Taylor Swift until this album, because this was the album that she came out and was like, I'm a pop star now. Like, I'm not country. Where in the past, everyone was like, this girl's not country. This girl's singing pop songs. And then she's like, no, I am a pop star. And then. That's when Lisa liked her because I think she originally liked her because she was country and then it turned pop. But I've heard this album a lot. Um, actually, some songs I didn't I've never remember hearing, but most of the songs I've heard a lot. So I wasn't that excited to listen to it. Kevin, were you excited to listen to it? <laughs> Trying to comprehend Dennis's and see if I have anything to take away from that. I didn't I didn't understand half of what he was talking about. I think the the. Yeah. No, don't make him pair. No, don't make him pair. Like, yeah. Oh shit! Oh shit! Your neighbor's at the door. But yeah, usually when somebody says something, Dennis, it it leans into like a natural next question. But when you talk, it's just a wall, man. Sorry, man. <laughs> oh, dude, it's uh, all right, Dennis. Half of my sentences just stop because I don't have a good word. Well, you you asked me if I was excited to listen to it. Well, I, I no, why. I did. I you made a good point though because it is her first foray into pop. And like, this is like notably like when she moved to New York and was like, I am going to be a pop star. Like I am not some Nashville country singer. I am like bigger than that. I want to be the biggest artist in the world. And you're right. Like a lot of the songs do come off as they're trying to be indie, but they just don't have that same charm. They just yeah, feel very she, produced and written. Well, she's been working. She works with like, well, Jack Antonoff works with a lot of big pop artists, but uh, notably, I mean, is part of the Bleachers or is the Bleachers, which would be indie leaning. And then she also worked with Bon Iver or Justin, um, what's his last name? I always want to say Verlander, but. Vernon, there you go. Verlander, so, the, baseball <laughs> the, the baseball player. She's working with her and Kate Upton are tight, so they work together. No, um, so she's like done stuff with Bon Iver, and I think that she's like trying to lean into that, but I feel like she's just so fucking late with that kind of stuff. Yeah, but not late for people that like indie music. 
or there she's late for people that like indie music but the people that don't like indie music are probably like this is fucking amazing so yeah. it's like all these people that have never heard of bon Iver, and now he, she she's working with them and like thinks that he's great too i think so. there's just like a whole subset of people that only like people that sing good and that's good yeah. like if you're the best sort of singer like taylor swift's a good singer i would say um where most indie artists aren't and so i feel like there's a subset of people that only like i like good like they're a good singer that's why i like their music sort of thing yeah. i don't think she's it's a good just singer. corny i think she just like uh you don't think she's a good singer i think she's a serviceable singer but i think what makes it special is that she does have a little bit of that like hmm, she's not that great but she really pours her heart and soul into it i guess she's not like a mariah carey or a yeah, she's Whitney not like Houston. Ariana Grande. Yeah, she's yeah. like oh, been, not really doing Ariana anything. Grande. That is someone I hate. How about the like part Ariana that go, Grande. my best friend? And, 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 and. Oh, she's a great rapper. <laughs> and then at the end, she goes, ah, shake it off, shake it off. That part's pretty good. All right. So Dude, my she's thoughts... a great. I think that she's a great singer. I'll say that. I just don't. I think she's just corny as hell. My thoughts on Taylor Swift. I 100% like her. Like, I. There are songs that she has that are on my heavy rotation. All Too Well, the 10-minute version, I listen to that all the time. Probably can sing almost nine minutes of the song. Um, I like that song, The Man. Like, I would be complex. I would be cool. I like that song. And there's a few other ones. But I was very excited to listen to this one because I this one came out in 2014 when I was living in New York City. And I just remember that like being really exciting, like, oh, shit, Taylor Swift's moving to my city at the same time. And I just remember like loving that Shake It Off video when it came out. I thought it was a really cool video. And I still think it's a great video to this day. But other than like a few songs, like I, I didn't associate any or no other than Shake It Off. I didn't associate any of these other songs with this album. I just knew them. like I know Blank Space. I knew Style. I knew bad blood but like i did not know those were 1989 songs so i just learned that while listening to it this like this time which i thought was interesting just to like finally know like what album those are a part of and last but not least i'd also just find taylor swift incredibly attractive like when you watch no her perform way. on stage oh my god when she when you watch her perform on stage with like the with her long legs oh my god have I, you seen I, like, her live no, I've just watched like it's like one of my like drunken like you know, Dennis, you know, when you get a few drinks in your system, you put on a concert on YouTube. Sometimes I'll just like put on like a Taylor Swift fun. live performance. And it's just like one, just because her theatrics are like insane, like just the amount of like choreography they're doing. And what I just like, I think she looks so good on stage and just the confidence and the legs and the, the movements. I'm a fan. I am. Would you have gone to Air Air's tour? If it came to Cincinnati. Oh, it did go to Cincinnati. It did. I watched the, like the crowd of people wearing all the stupid <laughs> shit. And oh, my God. Kevin watched it. The, the YouTube version drunk on his couch. Lisa went to it in, in Pittsburgh and she bought four different dresses. Oh, and I'm like, for one, like, this is one night a concert. And she and then is she changing one. Taylor no, Swift changes? she bought one for like each air and figured out the best one to wear and then returned the rest. Which era did she settle on? Um, It was sparkly. Which one Wait, was that? What? What's the each air? Era. Yeah, everyone oh, wears era. a dress. Like 
the Airs tour, so she's playing a song from. I didn't know she had this many albums, but everyone wears a dress from their air. So like 1989 is a certain style. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Like, let's compare it to Kanye. Oh, and like it would be like if Kanye was doing an Eras tour, and like a fourth of the people were wearing pink polos, polos. another fourth were wearing Skirt. a mullet with like a a mullet with like a suit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Another... I could get in with that. I could get down with that. <laughs> Owen that's likes them. that. That's cool. <laughs> the Taylor Swift stuff's lame. Owen likes the current version where you wear tight Rick Owens leather pants and then like the world's oh, biggest no. hoodie. <laughs> oh, dude, I fucking hate that. He's, he's hiding a lot of weight under that hoodie. Yeah, Kanye looks. He's been looking. He looks. He looks rough lately. I can't tell if he's balding or if he just likes to keep his hair, hair short. He's like no, bald. Man. I think he probably looked. He looked his best back like when 808 and Heartbreaks. That mullet was a cold. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably where he looked the best. And then after that, now he just he looks crazy. All right. Well, the first song in the album is "Welcome to New York." You love that song? What? I do. I love it. Oh my Man, god! I, I think this is one of the corniest fucking songs ever. It makes sense where if you are a girl that just graduated college, you're moving to New York, and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm in fucking New York." I just dropped my bags. Like this is where I live. There, this is their soundtrack. This isn't your soundtrack, Kevin. I yeah. I I like it. I, it I think the music track. is so generic, and I think what she's talking about, New York City, like, just it's lame. It's been waiting for you. Welcome to New York. I mean, what is the song about? That's like her moving to New York. Yeah, I mean, other than that. She's been dreaming just, of well, it. It's pretty obvious what it's welcome about. Welcome to New York. <laughs> welcome to she New York. She says it the whole New time. York. Welcome, welcome, New York. <laughs> Maybe yeah, you guys just like, don't understand New York. Kevin, you also liked the Lizzo song that you put on your running podcast or on your running <laughs> playlist. That really shocked and I, and me. I, and that hit. These two songs shock me that you like them. Dennis, how many times have you been to New York other than the one time I took you to the Burger King in Jersey City? Um, Probably six times. Damn. Like New York City yeah. or just New York City? New York City. City. For what? I went... Last time I went was I was going to a wedding at West Point and spent a day there like four years ago. And then. Oh, Dennis. It sounds like Dennis is back and forth to New York way more than we know. <laughs> Six times my whole life. I went probably when I was like eight and like 12. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. Okay. Then three times. I'd say three times as an adult. Okay. My point is that maybe you just don't understand what it's like to be in New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's I've been probably... waiting for you <laughs> this song the background is very similar to under your spell by desire which is a um drive it's in drive yeah so i like i mean yeah that. that's why i like that's it. a good that's, that's a really a good song of... i actually referenced yeah. but that's where i think song. where dennis is saying that we're she wants to be like indie or she leans into some of these things. I was like, this seems like almost a direct like steal from uh, desire. A lot of that was like retro wave, synth wave, like 1980s. A lot of this album's like, but it's almost like someone put on the beat and she's like, Oh shit, I got to think of a song. Um, 
Welcome to New York. All the towns. A lot of the songs that suck. That's how they all seem to me. I gave it a 10 out of 10. What'd you guys give it? Like a five. I give it a four. Okay. If it came on my Spotify, I would skip it every time. Skip it immediately. Never listen to it. (laughs) All right. Well, the next... The next song on there is Blank Space. Let's listen to a second of this. Nice to meet you, where you been? I could show you incredible things. Magic, madness, heaven, saw you there. So I have a question before we get into this. Do you guys only want love if it's torture? Owen, let's start with you. No, but Sarah's like can be like kind of mean but i don't hate that I'm like, i kind of need sarah will be like mean to me and she'll like smack me in this place and she's like what are you talking like no you and i'm like oh, okay yeah you're right it, like some structure towards it it's kind of nice at that point but at the same time i'm like fuck <laughs> i don't like that but i don't know it's tough what a I- song <laughs> Right? I got a I got no fight with my girlfriend the night before the marathon. We were laying in bed and I was uh, like trying to I like went for like a quick like one mile walk just to like get my blood pumping. And then I went to bed and I was like trying to snuggle with her and she's like, I don't want to snuggle, you smell. And I'm like, fuck, that's I was like I was like, that's so rude. <laughs> that is rude. I feel like that is rude, dude. You're going up to run a marathon tomorrow. You can't be in the wrong headspace. I know. No. So I was like, that was really rude. I mean, but I think it is true though. I think I do like to be like brought down because I'm constantly like one, I'm kind of flirting this like like one, I'm very good at self-deprecating, but I'm also very cocky at the same time. So it's nice to have somebody leveling me out constantly. <laughs> Dennis, do you only want Shit. love if it's torture? God, we're the same. If it's torture, people. no. Oh, straight up? No, I I mean if it's only torture, no, I don't want love like that. Well, it's not only torture. Um, Does she say it's only torture? No, but to go along the lines of what you guys are saying, um, Lisa just doesn't think I'm funny at all or anything (laughs) most of the time. (laughs) You're so funny. She's wrong. Lisa, you're wrong. It's it's good because I'd be on 24-7 and wouldn't be good. So she kind of like just doesn't, yeah, doesn't hear it. This reminds me a lot of like you not finding your dad funny, but me and everyone else out of all your friends, Dennis, thought your dad was hilarious. And you're like, I've heard all these jokes. They're not funny at all. Yeah. Your dad was really funny. No. So but, Lisa's just heard too many of your jokes. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I mean, yeah, she's no, not it, saying it makes they're dumb jokes. It's just like, there's no response. But then <laughs> if she hears a joke that sounds similar to mine, she likes, she laughs at it. It says that's a dentist Damn. joke. So I think it's like absorbing. Yeah, no, I get it. It's like comedians that don't laugh at stuff and they'll just say it's really funny instead yeah. of. Well, I like that song and I liked that part specifically. Like, guys, only want love. Because it kind of reminds me of like when the killers go, I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Like, it kind of just like, I like that repetition and like when a song. I don't do know. That. I, I think the issue is these are songs I've heard more than probably any other song that I've never actively want to hear here. So it just yeah. like does something in your brain where you just, uh, I don't you know. You just want to go the opposite way yeah. with everything. 
Yeah. I've I've only really heard it on a superficial level. Like it's one of those grocery store songs that you hear a thousand times. But like when I was really listening to it, like I, I really appreciated like just how self-deprecating and self-sabotaging she is. Like very relatable to us. Like she's just like writes about how she fucks up all the time and doesn't care and is going to continue to do it. So I, I just found it very relatable. Yeah, yeah, I am lucky that Sarah doesn't like Taylor Swift. So, Dennis, I feel for you that you have to listen to Taylor Swift this much and you know all these songs unwillingly. Do you think that's why she's so popular? She's kind of the first huge megastar. Dude, she just reaches everyone. She's got in everyone's pockets and she knows what girls are going to like from ages 5 to 40. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, too, like she's the first uh, megastar to come out and basically follow the media and be like, yeah, whatever, I am this, you know, or kind of have a whole album basically to how she's bad at relationships or gets in so many relationships where I feel like most artists would just ignore that. And she's kind of like threw it back in their face. It's yeah, refreshing. Leaning, like, into, leaning into stuff is always better than going against it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another huge, like huge pop star like her that's ever done that. I think maybe a man i would guess like bob dylan's like that bob dylan's like one that like pays attention to everything the media says and like actively like trolls them but it reminds me of that lottery song remember like from now that's what i call music there was a song like i'm a winning lottery ticket like i'm the (laughs) best yeah yeah this is almost the complete opposite she's like yeah i'm a fuck up People are still going to date me. I'm still going to fall victim to it. And I don't give a fuck. Yeah. People don't like overconfidence for the most part. Some people are attracted to that, but like being overly confident in something is a very like negative trait. I think most people think you want someone that's a little more like rounded and down to earth. I think that's why I'd like the, I mean, Kanye is very overconfident, but at the same time when he gets rapping, like he will say like very like funny negative things about himself. I think. Yeah, I was listening to one of his um, albums where he is just saying like, oh, "Fuck, I forget what song it is." I think it was off of the "I Feel Like Pablo" album where he's just basically saying like, "I can't, fu- I fucking suck at this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not good at being good. I'll say what's on my mind, and I know that it fucks up a lot of things." And I was like, "Damn, yeah, at least he's, he's very like ca- he knows that he's fucking stuff up, but he can't help it." That's just who he is. Let's have a toast to the douchebags. Let's yeah. have a toast to the assholes. Yeah. Like, he I mean, knows. The he's very way, good at way, rapping. It's, it is the only way, reason why that she's famous. So, like, thank God for him to, you know, reach out and give her, Taylor Swift, her career. <laughs> very nice. Very. Thank you, Kanye. Yeah. Um, did you guys fall victim to the lonely Starbucks lover thing? Yeah, dude, I from the get go, I thought that I always thought it was Starbucks Starbucks lover. Yeah, I'm a lonely Starbucks lover. Oh, I but on on Taylor's but on Taylor's version, she made it way more um, clear. Yeah, that enunciation lyric. Yeah, what is the lyric? The the lyric is I've got a long list of ex lovers. Oh, and apparently it's a lonely Starbucks lovers. Even her mom thought it was lonely Starbucks lovers. Mm, that's kind of deeper. <laughs> yeah. Lonely Starbucks lonely. lover. <laughs> All right. The next song is Style. Oh, I gave that last song an 8 out of 10, by the way. You gave Welcome to New York 10 out of 10, but you gave that one an 8 out of 10? Yes. 
Damn. I give that a five. I'd give this one probably an eight out of 10 too. Blank Space. It's a good song. It's still be listenable so many fucking times. There's got to be something to it though. Like to still be withstandable even after hearing it a hundred thousand times. But okay, next one up is Style. Dude, that's a sick 80s movie. Damn, that's that's like way better than I remember. So that, cool. When I, I my first note was this is drive. But like the beginning, yes. the drive, a drive song. Well, the first song was a drive song too. Yeah, that's, that's why she's been hanging around, been hanging around Justin Verlander way too much, <laughs> throwing them baseballs. The first like this is the song of the album that I'm like, okay, this yeah, this is a pretty good album because I the first yeah. two are just so overplayed. Like this is the first song that kind of broke through where I'm like, I haven't heard this song as much. Welcome to New York. You think is overplayed. I never heard welcome to New York until the first time I heard welcome to New York was yesterday. What? Yeah. I've never heard that song. Oh my God. I've heard it so many. I've heard all of the, most of the other songs on this album, but welcome to New York. I was like, this is the fucking corniest song. No wonder why it's not popular. Yeah. I never heard that. Like until I watched the era's tour. So. Welcome to New York. Yeah, uh, maybe it just sticks in my mind because it's such a bad song. Like bad whenever song. I hear it, I bet. It's just like, yeah. Um, but that song is awesome. It like makes me want to like just drive through downtown at night. Any downtown doesn't matter. I just want to drive around at night listening to it. Style. Uh, yeah, that's nice. yeah. It's a style. I like that. Oh, I, dude, my one my note was I imagine myself driving in a car, windows down, long hair flickering in the wind. How long is the hair? Really long, like Taylor Swift lock. Yeah, or like blonde. Wait, that's a good that's a good segue because there's a something about a slick backed hair. Like, you're, is it the like you're a James Dean slick backed hair or something? Yeah, and it made me it made me remember that Owen just got a haircut recently, and I would love to hear about your haircut. <laughs> oh, yeah, Owen. I forgot. <laughs> well, you guys haven't said anything about my hair yet. I was like, all right, maybe it's not that noticeable. Actually, I've really grown into liking it. It was the it yeah, was it just fine. the shock of going really short. When I went into work, the one uh, Brandon at work was just like, "Oh, dude, you look the same." He's like, "You, yeah, you're making it sound like you look like like uh, shit. Like it was a total hack job. It's like you just look the same." No, I think but I think nice I, with the mustache I too. Think I am going short from here on out because it's just a better look, easier. I felt like my last haircut, I was so it was so done with it. Kept being the same haircut for years. Oh, yeah. I needed to change something up. So I was like, I got to go shorter and see if I could get something. But yeah, my advice as a bald guy, just take it nice and slow until you have to start shaving that head. Cause you can That's probably kind of what I'm doing. Don't try it. Like there was a period where I was 26 and like, I was pretty much gone, but like, I was like, I'm going to give it one last try to grow it out. And it just looked awful. No, so this just... is probably, I'll go as long as it was before at the, like the longest, but for the most part, I'll just keep going short because it feel it feels better, looks a little bit more grown up, and I don't know, I'm I'm a fan of it. How much longer was your hair before? Because I really don't notice. Uh, probably that like much of a this difference. long. It's it's harder to tell on camera too, but like probably like did you this have much bangs? longer. No, it just I did like a comb over, so that probably yeah. what made it harder. But like yeah. I had hair here that was like this long. Oh, so I'd have to like comb it over, and it just. It was yeah. getting so annoying. I hated having don't, to deal yeah, with it. Don't hide every day. anything. It looks fine. It looks I did, well. That's fine. where I felt like I was doing. I was like, I'm starting to like hide stuff. This is getting too much. Yeah. I mean, they got plenty of. I have plenty of hair 
pitch here. The, wor- the worst is when you see a guy that's trying to hide their hair. That's what I said. Like, I don't want to be the guy that doesn't let it go when he's supposed to. So I'm trying to get ahead of it as quick as possible. And keep do you think moving. you'll be totally bald? No, I think I'm going to be like my dad. Does he have hair on, have on, hair on the top? Yeah, he's got hair. And it's still like it looks fine. It's just like an older guy with hair. So Yeah. The older you get, like no one even notices that. So I, I didn't have a rating for style, but I'm giving it a 10 out of 10 just based on that little <laughs> snippet we just listened to because that was, sounded sick. And I'm going to go and yeah, listen dude. to this song. You know, I want to. I feel like I want to change blank space to nine out of ten, and then style nine out of ten. They're both fucking great songs. No, this album is front heavy, and like I, I think it's fair to say that a lot of these are great songs. The fact that you know them means they're great songs. There are a lot of duds at the end, though. Dennis, did you like style? Yes, I gave it a nine out of ten. Eight out of ten. That's good to hear. Well, let's listen to "Out of the Woods" number four. Oh, and go for it. Maybe we have the same thought. Okay, so I know that Jack Antonoff and her work together, and as soon as I listened to it, I was like, this is Jack Antonoff's song. I know it. I looked it up, and I'm like, fucking knew it. It is so much him. The beginning, the oh. oh." It sounded so much like a Bleacher song. I was on the exact same page. That's why I skipped ahead, Owen. Have you you guys heard this song before? No. Uh, No. Oh, wow. I thought this was a huge song. Dude. There's four big songs on this album, so it's just the fact that you've heard everything so much. Yeah, yeah, no, but I agree. This is, I my only note was Jack Antonoff. Just the way he repeats what she says. It's his voice at one part. You can hear like it's him repeating what she says. Yeah, song's boring. It, it's like sounds yeah. like a lion. It also sounds like it's like a Lion King at the end of a movie Lion King song. But again, I think it reaches so many fucking people that ever all the people that, oh gosh, are just like boring. A lot of times will like love this. Song. <laughs> all right. Well, I gave that it's one. true. I gave that one a generous boring 6.5 out song. of 10. It's a true. Boring people that like pick stuff right off the mannequin. They're like, this song is great. What do you give it, Owen? Uh, probably a, f- a five. Dennis five. Yeah. I don't know why I gave it a 6.5 out of 10, I guess just cause the chorus, I mean, it is Jack Antonoff. It's a little bit catchy, but the rest of it's just really boring. Um, the next song I will lead in, I gave it a solid zero out of 10 and I don't remember yeah. why. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I don't know. Really I just bad. have, I don't like this one too screechy. So let's hear what it sounds like. All you had to do was stay. Taylor Swift. People like you always want by. not hating it as much the second time around but the part the only part i like is the stay the really high the screechy part that i hate <laughs> yeah. yeah and actually read a factoid i had a uh, chat gpt spit out some factoids which i haven't mentioned one um <laughs> but the the high-pitched stay part taylor did it on an accident she actually accidentally hit a pedal that adjusted pitch and it was high-pitched stay 
and they wow. kept it. Give us one more factoid. Um, well, Dennis is thinking. I think of this song, and I imagine to like I, I've been putting myself in Travis Kelsey's shoes and like having to date Taylor Swift, and I think that she's just so corny and like just not what he would be looking for. She seems corny and just. I couldn't imagine her being fun or entertaining that he's like, what the fuck did I get myself into? I'm in the limelight now. Everyone knows my name. People that didn't know my name are going to hate me when I break up with her. But him having to listen to this song and be like, yeah, it's great. I like, I mean, <laughs> dude, I like it. I'm learning quickly about Travis Kelsey that this guy definitely wants to be famous because he has That's that what po- it podcast. Is. Yeah. He he did that show on reality show. E. Yeah, he's clearly a little bit self involved and like wants yes. to be in the limelight. And he, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they haven't had a real conversation in these two or three months that they're dating. But a very solid PR campaign for both of them. Do you guys want another uh, factoid? Yeah, give us a factoid. Um, fact. The name style, named not only after the con- fashion-related concept of style, it could also be for her relationship with Harry Styles. Could? Yeah, could. According to ChatGPT. <laughs> all, all good facts have a could in there. <laughs> hey, it's possible, man. <laughs> the Earth could revolve around the sun <laughs> hey hey man i'm just telling you what i read <laughs> it, could it could happen <laughs> all right the next song we're not we don't have to listen to it to shake it off everybody knows this song yeah, and yeah. i i like it i think it's stood the test of time just because i love the music video that's my it's note too good. best music video. she went through a, a long court case for a long time with a uh song by 3lw uh players they gonna play and oh ballers, yeah, I like they're that gonna song. ball. Shot colors, they're gonna call that song. So there is like the writer. They went onto court time and time again, and she wouldn't give them credit for the song. And I, I, I mean, there's definitely similarities there. She definitely didn't come up with that. Like when I first heard that, uh, players gonna play, play, play. I was like, that's from other songs. Like she stole that from. Um, I think that's something that's just like I don't think 3LW came up with that. That's just something that's been around forever. It's like saying like sure. I think the combination of the two, and then they put like the actual um, notes and the hook because they're both hooks. They both have like very similar notes, and then they have the same lyrics. It's just the fact that she says "players gonna play, 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 play" was like the the her judges or her um, lawyers' argument. It's like. When you say row your boat, like you just row your boat. But if you say row, row, row your boat, that's mm-hmm. different than row your boat. So that's like kind of what ro- won it. And I get it. The judge decided that. Um, I don't know if the judge decided or if they just dropped the whole case, but that those l- things are just so involved in pop culture. Like people are saying players and haters is like just such a common word that putting those two together doesn't make, make it uh ripping off someone else. So did you guys for a long time? (laughs) Did you guys, did you guys rewatch the music video for this? No, I saw it like a few weeks ago. It's um, I, I had a couple thoughts while watching it. One, just 
great music video, and I'm just very impressed by a Taylor Swift's ability to like just follow choreography because she does not look like an athletic natural person, but she can really like do what she needs to do out there. Like it's so perfectly tailored to her. I don't know, but like very impressed by how she moves. Is it the legs, the long legs, Kevin? I mean, maybe I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. I also like this music video too, because it's another instance of her being self-deprecating. Like there's like the whole bit of the music video is her like doing really stupid moves and like just the fact that she's willing to like let herself go out there and do that. Where like somebody like Missy Elliott or like Lady Gaga would never do that. Like they are just there to show how cool they are. Yeah. You're lucky Danny didn't come on the podcast today. He's he's a Lady Gaga lover. So what what was the reason he bailed? He just doesn't want his like voice and name out there, which I understand. He doesn't want it. Mr. D. Come back. Good call. <laughs> well, last question, just because one of the main lyrics on that song is just like, I stay out too late. <laughs> Got nothing in my brain. Like, do you guys think Taylor Swift actually parties? No. Like, do you think she's like letting loose, making think- bad decisions? Going no, out I think that she is so calculated. I think that that's like a very uh, good uh, quality to have is that she can, I don't know, she thinks of every move. She's like a really good chess player. She knows that she can't party and get fucked up and be out in the limelight. And I don't know, dude. Just me being on this diet and not eating a lot and how skinny she is. <laughs> you have like one drink, you're fucked up. Like you don't have to party that's hard. That's true. She is skinny as hell. I bet she like... She parties. Well, she just actually was in just caught with Phoebe Bridger. Well, not caught. She was out with Phoebe Bridgers gotcha. in Gre- uh, Greenwich Village at a restaurant going out to eat with them. But um, she ate quite a bit. It's a lot of seafood. Nothing great. But, you know, they had. Uh, How the fuck funny you know the own Because I've been I did my research before the podcast. I'm okay. not sitting around waiting to listen to the thing two hours before like you, Dennis. Okay, but the the <laughs> owner of the restaurant gave up her whole order, and if I was her, I'd be like, "What the fuck, man? I'm never coming and eating here again." What do you mean, gave they, up her it was order? All seafood. He like said what she ate. He's like, "This is what she ordered. Oh. She said she liked this." <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I see. He told everyone. Can I run you guys through my leaked order? All right, so Kevin came in. He drank tw- <laughs> he drank twelve diet cokes. <laughs> he ordered a Caesar salad without Caesar dressing, which is just chicken and lettuce. Um, is that actually a, something what? you order? Yes, you order All that. The- you order that out. <laughs> you don't even get the dressing on the side to not look like a psycho. Sometimes I'll do that. Yeah, <laughs> why don't That's you like the dress? I mean, really, I could just eat the dressing. I, I don't need the Caesar or the salad. I don't like white creamy sauces. I don't oh, this why. isn't a weight thing. This is a just you don't like it thing. Yes. I, and I just like like a grilled chicken with cheese and then lettuce. Whatever. Well, Freddie, you got to eat your vegetables yeah. and get big and strong, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I knew you liked plain food, Kevin, but that is like, that's uber plain. Why, why do you think that is? Why do some people like because... Even growing up, I was the one that always liked food, and my sister like didn't like food. Brother, yeah, Danny really, didn't like, like food either. Danny's like the same. Do you think it's a? Why, in which your, he was on here. I would. So is it nature versus nurture? 
like, think it's a combination of both. Like one, I wasn't forced to eat a lot of things. So I just like my natural kid self was like, gross. I don't want to eat that. But I do think I also have like a natural, I don't know what's the opposite of affinity, but like, I really like, I generally like if I get a burger with all that stuff on it, like all I taste is like a wet sloppy, like sauce. Like I can't enjoy the burger. So I don't know. I think it's just, I think it's just taste buds. Cause we like, don't force the boys to eat anything. Jack will eat everything, but he doesn't like any food. If it has like pepper on it or anything, he's like, no, I don't like it without even trying it. So I think one, it's a mental thing. Then two, just a taste buds thing. Yeah. I think my mine maybe was more like I wanted attention. I got attention from eating. Like, <laughs> oh my god, he's eating a tu- a tuna sandwich, and he's two. Like, look at this big boy. Yeah, I just liked food. I just like anything. Oh, I, yeah. I enjoyed eating food, and it just fucking tasted good. There's definitely shit that I like. I can't eat this. Yeah, so. dude. I all I'm thinking about is when this diet's over and just how much I'm going to eat. Like. <laughs> Damn, we should all get together and have a meal. We should. Kev, you're the chef. (laughs) Oh, God, you guys are going to love what I cook. (laughs) Okay, so it'll be egg whites um, from the carton, not actual eggs, and then turkey bacon made in the microwave. That's pretty much my go-to meal these days. I never gave my weight. I'm still at the same, but that's what I'm starting to eat now and like get back into my diet, so hopefully I should start cutting soon. Yeah, I've been doing uh, two eggs in the microwave every morning. That holds me over for a long time. All right, well, we're running pretty slow, so I'm going to run through these next songs pretty quick. Um, I Wish You Would. Do you guys remember that song at all? No, it sucked. (laughs) Only thing that stood out to me is it sounded exactly like a Haim song, and I know that Taylor Swift is, like, friends with Haim and, like, they go to they go on tour together and they always post Instagrams together. And I really think like this was either it wasn't co-written by, but it was definitely inspired by a Haim song. That's how they Haim is how that's pronounced. I always thought it was Haim. No, it's like a Jewish Haim. Like I was gonna say, I know you would know because you I know you like them. I just I do like them a lot. One of the best concerts I've ever seen. Did they do the dancing beforehand? Like the I don't know they if it's do beforehand. Like, they do like TikTok dances up there and they do like little games and stuff. Did you like the TikTok? No, yeah, like they are they're very like cool about it. Like they're like very I really like them. Like they'll like they did this one thing like where one sister's in one corner, like and the other sister's in the other corner, and they're like, whoever can get the loudest crowd wins. So like the one sister's like trying to like <laughs> pump up the cr- it was just really cool. It's a good concert if you ever have them in town. Um Dennis, did you have any thoughts on I wish you would? Uh, I just said I liked the drum beat, but nothing really there. But that's what stood out about it. Like, Haim is very drum-heavy band. So I think if you listen to that again, I think you would hear a lot of Haim in them. Yeah. Um, yeah that the song next... Gasoline, that's how it starts, by Haim. The next song on the album is Bad Blood. This song, just at this point, too annoying. I hate this song. Like, I've just heard this one too much, and I don't like um, the... Now we got mad love. I just think that's really corny. Yeah, I I agree. I just said not a fan. Overplayed. Yeah, my note says great. Just have heard too much. <laughs> so you like it a lot. It's a good if you take it first time you ever heard it, you would think that's a good song. But I think we could all agree. It's like it's hard to give it a good review when it's just overplayed and tough to 
say anything f- decent about it. I went in trying to give it a good, honest, fresh listen, but all I did was still hear the same song I've heard a thousand times. Like I didn't hear anything yes. new. I, I just don't think there's anything deeper about it than just like we used to have mad love. Now we have bad blood. Like that's all there is to that song. Yeah. Dennis, you don't have any, you look like you got something else to say about it. I, I was just going to say on Taylor Swift in general, I feel like she just comes up with these chants almost where that just are easily to get caught in people's heads. Like every song, I feel like there's like it's, some sort of a like mastermind chant. and it works. It's yeah. crazy. Um, the next song of the album is Wildish Dreams. And I did end up liking this one a lot. a good song it's like so on the way home yesterday i was driving this is the first song that i turned the volume all the way up while i was driving i was like this song is it's like perfect yeah um i don't know it just it just felt good i got chills when i was listening to it's like i've heard this song a million times not a million times but enough and i forgot about it actually added it back to my music and put it on my like favorites a playlist Oh, and I, I kind of agree with you. I said this is the most complete song on the album where I feel like all yeah. the other songs are trying. They're like parts for this song. And this feels like yeah. the most natural song. Um, this also just sounds the most like old Taylor Swift when she was doing, gosh, that like Romeo and Juliet song. This seems yeah. like a very similar like next in line song versus the other songs that are completely different still good but not what makes like taylor swift taylor swift yeah and so this song is now the most played song by maybe 12 times no it's five times more than the second most played song so this song's 543 million the second most played is like 100 million damn yeah that's insane so this is the most pop i think this is probably her most popular song what about what about um off of not um, Taylor's version, which one's the most popular? You did you? It was say that uh, Shake It Off, or it was Blank Space, and then Shake It Off. How many? How many does Blank Space have? It has how many plays? One point five billion. Okay, so a billion more. Yeah, but if this just this one, the, this but, one just yeah, came this out. Just came, right, I know the other one's been out for over like ten years. Yeah, now. that has the most, and then Wildest Dreams on that album only has eight hundred sixty-four. Damn, it's almost already caught up to it. Yeah. So it's it's just crazy how that people I think maybe it's the best song that represents like her whole discography is what you were kind of saying where it's kind of pop and yeah, country. Yeah. So I've been kind of just reading about this song for a second and I think the most interesting note about it is Swift's luscious, breathy vocals in a falsetto register are atypical of her usual singing style. I don't know exactly what that means, but I think there is something about her singing that's more vulnerable in this one and less um, just more raw that you kind of yeah, like. Yeah, I think you're right. That, yeah, I think that's what stands out about it. Because I looked at it like it's not written by anybody else. That's like there's nothing else that stands out about it. I think it's just her singing style. Yeah. Who helped write this song? I wonder who the people that wrote this one. Oh, I have it. It was Roe and Shellback, 
or Shelvin. Okay. Is this the same people that wrote the rest. Are, uh, yeah, who produced it? Swift, Martin, and Sh- Shellback. And who wrote it? Yeah, Swift, Rowe, and Shellback. So I think, yeah, that's the answer. It's just like, that's the main difference. It's just her singing style. But my question for you guys on that song is, do you guys wish you were handsome as hell? Dennis, let's start with you. <laughs> handsome as who? As hell. As hell. Oh. Who's hell? That's pretty oh. fucking handsome. Right. <laughs> oh, it's like, who? Who should I pull up? <laughs> Satan. Yeah, damn, no, that I, guy's I, I don't hot, wish man. I was handsome as Satan. Um, yeah, I wish I was handsome as hell. Why else? I mean, I could, I yeah. <laughs> Owen? Yeah, yeah, it would be nice. I feel like Agreed. I'm, I'm, I think we're pretty handsome men, though. I always say I'm cute. I'm not hot. No, dude, we're all I stand we're by handsome that. for sure. It's fine. Being hot isn't like being hot. A lot of those guys have no personality. That's true. That yeah, but what if you're hot and have personality? Cool. It doesn't exist. I it think you're very right. rarely exists, and then that that's just too much. I think it's because your life is just so easy if you're really hot or handsome. That's like it's I don't need boring. a personality. That's so fucking like, boring, get whatever you know? I want. Um. On to the next song, and this is, you guys can please, if you have something else to say, but this is like the bad stretch where I was just like, I have oh, no dude. notes on any of these songs. Yeah, I I think then my next one is like, this is crazy that this is the song they followed up with the best song in the album. Oh shit, I absolute. said this is like one of the best songs. How You Get, How the, you girl. get the Girl? Yeah. Stand there like a ghost, shaking So my only note on that, Dennis, was I can't really understand this manual of how you get the girl. Can you explain to me how you get the girl? I tried to like understand it. Oh, Kevin dude, was I... taking notes and he's like, this is not adding up at all. I know how you get the girl. You treat them like shit and then like occasionally you do sweet and they're like, boys only want love if it's torture. <laughs> but what do the girls want? They want boys who only want. <laughs> I think I had a good mental note about this song. Oh, great. Nice. Those come in handy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. My note was actually for the next song. Okay. All right. Well, I think we should gloss through these next few. So my, I don't, I gave that song. I think that was like the last serviceable song for a while. I gave it a 6.5 out of 10, but the next one, this love, I gave it five out of 10 and I just put filler song. Like this is just a song that she knew wasn't going to be good. It just yeah. needed to like round out the album. Yeah. Have you guys ever tried like writing a song yourself or playing it? <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's a oh, of course you have. You guys have done them on the goddamn podcast. It's so, <laughs> so No, cool. I had chat GPT write mine. But you know, when you write a song and like you have the same thing repeating in your head and you're like, God, this like at first time sounds kind of good. And then you do it two times. You're like, this sounds like shit. I fucking hate it. And you don't want anything to do with it. I feel like this is exactly how that song is, is she's like, it's not what I want it to be. I wrote it this way. It's annoying me, but I'm just going to put it out and it's fine. It'll work for the album, but it sucks. Yeah, I I, I believe that. That's a lot of stuff is like done is better than perfect and sometimes like 
you put something out, you're not like entirely proud of it, but like you just kind of have to bury it in order to get it. Like sometimes I do that with jokes all the time. Like sometimes you just got to tell a joke to get it out of your system and it might suck. Oh yeah. I think this like song, a karaoke song, if this song was like 10 minutes long, it'd be a really good song, but it's like, it goes from slow to medium to high and too quick. All our songs are only four minutes long. So you're never getting like a tame Impala, like type of like, 10 minute song where it goes in and out of like the same sort of style. Like this song would benefit from being longer, I think because the, the parts where it picks up would hit so much better. All right. Well, because we're running a little long, like, do you guys have any notes on, I know places clean wonderland or you are in love the next four songs. I I thought I know places was the first, what we just talked about, right? No, it was this love, which I can't even hear. I know places. I just said sexy. Oh shit. My, (laughs) what I said for the song before that was for, I know places, but the other ones had no notes. And then last song robot. I like it. Is that the, you are in love? No clean. You said the first 13 songs. Oh, you didn't get the new romantics. No, there's like, there dude, the original clean, 1989 album ends with clean. Oh, does it? Yes. Oh, perfect. Okay. Well, New Romantics is a good song that comes on and like, it's the last one on this six, number 16. Um, It's the one that like best life. I didn't best people in life are free. So what songs are new? Are there new songs on this album? Probably the last yes. three. No, there's so I'm looking at it right there's now. 21 there's 21 songs, right? There's a bunch that she pulled out from the vault. There's Slut, Say Don't Go, Now That We Don't Talk, Suburban Legends, Is It Over Now, and Bad Blood featuring Kendrick Lamar. Like a Slut also just sounds like you don't need to do that, Taylor Swift. No. Like no one is expecting that from you. Just keep it moving with what you're doing and we'll all be happy. <laughs> Um, so overall, my final thoughts on this album is Taylor Swift is capable of making some very, very good songs that will last forever, like in the cultural zeitgeist, but I've never gone deep and listened to the songs that don't hit. And man, like the songs, like where Kanye, like you'll go listen to graduation or late registration and some of those deeper tracks you can really appreciate. These other Taylor Swift songs that like haven't, they just not good. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I need to like. If it's not a hit, it's not good for her. Agreed. But she, when she has a hit, it's like a fucking smash hit. Do you think this is her biggest album, 1989? I was just looking to see if there's an album bigger. I think this is the one where she broke into a larger stratosphere. Yes. I don't know if it's her best critically, but I think this is like a lot of nostalgia for girls. Cause like, this is probably where like Lisa, you said first got into her and probably means a lot to her. Whereas like keep comparing it to Kanye where like graduation was like, has a real big nostalgia factor for me, but it's not necessarily my favorite album, but like it brings me back to like first discovering Kanye. Yes. And, and looking at the album that came after this, which is, reputation i believe not as many recognizable songs so i have to look i have to look. like i can't even recognize what songs are on there i don't recognize any of them off the top of my head so yeah i think you're right i think this is the biggest one what about lover though isn't that uh 
lover. Oh, dude, That's... red? Are you kidding me? Like, I don't remember this, but I remember seeing it everywhere. People loved that. Yeah. Album. Oh, I have that. I on know vinyl. red was a big one. I know that's a big one. Wait, so did you guys have any other? Final oh, this thoughts? had twenty two on there. The song was that song was huge. Twenty two and we Sorry, are never ever ever getting back together. Yeah, I think, that, I think that red's the best one. Yeah, I think red is where it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, red takes off. Yeah. Final thoughts. I would never actively ever listen to this album. Um, I get why people like her. I get it. You don't really need to actively listen to this album. You're going to just hear it everywhere you go. At least the yeah. songs. That's what I was yeah. going to say. It's like, you don't need to download anything. You'll hear it enough where you're like, I, if you like one of the songs, don't download it. Cause you'll hear it too much. So it's nice that you'll hear it at a grocery store here and there or on the radio. And that's fine. But listening to it on your own terms, you should listen to something else. I don't know. I'm kind of tempted to go just like drive around and listen to style that like 1980s song again. That one, I think that's the standout. Yeah, I I like that one. Well, I will ride with you guys as long as we put on Wildest Dreams after too. I want to ride alone like Ryan Gosling and drive. Oh, that's fine. We'll meet up. We'll we'll meet up at Swenson's. Now that's a plan. (laughs) (laughs) There is a Swenson's in Cincinnati now. Is there? Yeah, I need to go check that out. All right. Well, we're going long, so I don't think anybody has anything else on Taylor Swift. We gave it the old college try. Dennis, what is your next pick? Okay, so this might be controversial. But I figured this... Every one of your picks, dude. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I feel like I've been, like, being mean to you no, today. Right. I didn't mean any of that. It's all okay. good. Sorry, go on. Um, this will come out. I, I think my pick's going to come out the week of Thanksgiving because we're going to do it next week, and then it releases the next week, and Thanksgiving's in two weeks. How are we going to record? What are you getting at? I'm saying we my pick comes it. out the week of Thanksgiving, so I'm doing a Thanksgiving style pick. Um. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, I, I might. Oh, so your 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 episode is going to come out the week of Thanksgiving. So you yes. want? I understand now. Okay, okay, got it. I thought he's saying I the thought, like, show the thing, that we have yeah. to watch has comes out on Thanksgiving. I'm like, dude, how are we going to watch this? <laughs> yeah, like, like, what do we have to leak it? <laughs> the Detroit Lions versus uh, Chicago <laughs> <Yeah>. Bears. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, what I'm saying is, here is my pick. It's Thanksgiving <laughs> themed. So I want us to watch the cooking channel for one hour. Oh. And then you have to pick a meal that someone has cooked on that channel and you have to make it at your house. Oh, this is Kevin, be I feel bad for you. No, no, Kevin's going to pick a salad. <laughs> I, I love a good cheese here. Yeah. So one, so one hour of the cooking channel. Oh, Food Network. Food Network. Food Network. Je suis la jeune fille.
Yes, what is this for? Like in the middle of it? Children, yeah, in the middle. We're just going to put it in there like, hey, thanks for listening. I'm Don't not, forget. We're to... not talking like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I refuse to make it sound like a commercial. Yeah. You just got to tell everyone that they need to follow us on social media at Pick Freaks on TikTok and Instagram and to give us five star rating. You can roast us, but don't give us less than five stars. Yeah. That's all we have to say. So just say that. Is there any, go. Yeah. If you're, uh, language, you're listening. Just cut what I said and put it on there. Method. Who cares? Muzzy now comes with four videos, two audios, a script book, parents guide, a new exciting CD-ROM, plus this free bonus with your paid order.